This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me, as always, is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello! Hi, JD. Lovely to have you with us. And our guest today is an amazing comic, writer, and actor who was a Just for Laughs new face and a Vulture comic you should know in 2022, a co-host of the Y'all Gay podcast, and an absolute force of nature on stage. That's right, their career is hot. How hot is it? So hot, they lit their lawn on fire. It's ever Maynard, ever welcome to Is This Good? I'm going to ask you to write my bio. Uh, Happy to. I was like, wow, this is, yeah, this is nice. It's a very low fee. Um, Let's, can we just start there with the lighting your lawn on fire? Because obviously I do some light research before having people Mm -hmm. on. Went to your Instagram First thing that caught my eye, and and this is like a, a reel that you might get served just as you're mindlessly scrolling. You yeah. are um, there's like a fire pit. You're holding a gas can. You're mm-hmm. on a, a big expanse of lawn, and you have lit the gas can <laughs> on fire. Then you start kicking the gas can. Then the lawn sets on fire. I think you're screaming at your mother. Go get the hose. Yeah. Uh, and then only on maybe the third watch you will notice the dog running frantically <laughs> Slowly across the in the background so it's so great to see a reel like this and, and you never have the person on the other end that you could say hold on how did yeah. this happen why yeah. was the phone there is this real so can you please uh answer those questions yeah so my mom and i we have this running bit called not an issue that we do you know there's an issue and there's not an issue i'm always like there's nothing wrong it's not an issue and um, I was home a couple of Christmases ago, and I was like, hey, mom, I have this idea, and I'm going to set a fire pit on fire, and I'm just going to sprinkle a little gasoline, and then we'll do, like, a fire bomb. And she was like, don't do this. <laughs> and all day, she was like, do not do that. And then finally, I was like, hey, mom, I set up the camera. I don't need you to do anything. Just come out and be like, it's not an issue. And I've set the fire. And I didn't think that, like, of course, fire would travel up. Uh-huh. It follows the gas. Uh-huh. And then it, so it was real and it was like a really terrifying moment yeah. and I didn't know what to do. And it's like embarrassing. It's so embarrassing and cringy and also just awful, but it's so funny. Like, cause it was real. There's like an extended cut where like you can see me running more and just being like terrified and, um, it like, it, yeah, I didn't know what to do in that moment. It was just supposed to be really little, and then I got, like, real. And I learned through the internet that if it happens again, I put sand on the fire. I bury the nozzle. Oh, okay. Where yeah. where are you going to get a, a, a cache of sand, though? I know. I was like, thanks, internet. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, trying to dump it out, and it made it worse. And then I was trying to put it in dirt, and that made it worse. And then finally I just, like figured out how to snuff it out but i'm pretty lucky it didn't explode yeah uh, yeah so your mom wa- wasn't a true showbiz professional and just pretended that you were still doing the bit and she was screaming this is an issue and you were oh, screaming this is not an no issue. we were definitely terrified you, ha- you had to drop the pretense before that that thing extended mm-hmm. towards it was truly like in the movies when they lay down you know the the gas the gas and then light a match 20 feet away and flick it and then the whole thing goes up in flames yeah no this i didn't know that i was like yeah whatever there'll be like a a poof of fire who cares it'll be like (laughs) something cool and then it'll dissipate and then it was like no (laughs) and then i was just holding it um but yeah now i now i know i love how big the gas can is too like it's it's the biggest gas can you could have found like I mean, I get these kind of videos all the time in my feed, to be frank. Like, 
half of my feed are these kind of videos. Idiots and, doing and, dumb things. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just such an honor to speak to somebody who's actually experienced it. <laughs> yeah, it was um, pretty terrifying. I'm too old to do that stuff, but it was very funny. <laughs> no regrets. Uh, Another thing I said off the top was that you were a Just for Laughs new face uh, mm-hmm. last year. And so I actually grew up in Montreal, grew up going to the Just for Laughs Festival, seen many a new faces show. It's, it's a pretty big honor, like people like Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer, Ali Wong, I think Mulaney, Kumail, Hannibal, uh, all were at one time new faces. So, so pretty mm-hmm. big names. So what was it like to be named a new face and how, how did the shows go? I mean, the shows went great. I was super excited. Um, that's been a festival that I've just been auditioning for years and I kind of got a little jaded. Um, I remember doing just for laugh Chicago's and Chicago's just for laugh Chicago year after year when they had it there and almost getting so close to being a new face. And then the pandemic hit. And then I was like, I don't want to, what am I going to do? Do it over zoom. Like I'm, I'm happy for my friends that got to do it over zoom, but still it's not the same. And when they asked me to audition, I kind of, I just remember being so tired of auditioning for this festival. I just didn't care. I was like, I know who I am. And I was just like, I don't, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to be very bombastic. And honestly, just not caring has really helped Mm -hmm. so much. And, you know, I don't know if y'all have ever auditioned or maybe you've heard the stories where it's like 10 p.m. on an empty theater. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the first one. Um, this and, and just to be clear for our listeners, 10 p.m. in an empty, three, empty theater, bad for comedy. Very bad. <laughs> Very bad. So it's just like, what the, f- what the hell am I doing here? You know, like, this is, if you're not going to choose me, this is a big waste of time. I went up, then I had a call back at the comedy store in the belly room, and something happened with the ticketing where they said it was sold out. It was not sold out. And instead, it was a bunch of... Um, Bulgarian tourist. Uh-huh. Okay, and now again for our listeners, Bulgarian tourists, not good for not comedy. Good for, not good for English-speaking comedy because they didn't know what they were getting into and they didn't know what it was. And I just remember being like, all right, here we go. And I got it. And I, I cried because it took me 10 years. I've been auditioning for this for 10 years. And to finally have gotten it, I was like, oh, my God, like a huge weight off my shoulder. Uh, felt like it was taken off. And then I loved Montreal. I thought it was a beautiful city. Got to walk around. Um, would definitely love to go back and do some one-off comedy shows there. Um, uh, do you have any dates coming up in Bulgaria? Um, Bulgaria, we're looking at winter 2024. <laughs> um, uh, ticket sales are a little soft in Bulgaria <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I keep hearing, like, winter, that's it. You know, like, that's when you want to go. Oh, guys, I just got a spam call from Xfinity, Comcast. Oh, you answer that. You Ooh. should definitely answer that. Well, no, I th- at first somebody was calling me and I was like, uh-oh, it's from production. So I sent it to voicemail. And then I have voicemailed the text. And, um, no. <laughs> Just okay. a Comcast Xfinity. I get 50% off. I'm sure oh it's real. Oh, my God. Definitely do yeah. it. Everything's um, coming up ever. <laughs> yeah. After I set my lawn on fire, there's no stopping me. Uh, all right. Before we start, a quick bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. First of all, check out our Patreon. The rest of the P-Hounds, that's what we're calling our Patreon people. They're having What's a up, wonderful P-Hounds? time over there. Yeah, say hi to the P-Hounds. Come join them over on Patreon. Uh, you get the full apps with bonus segments ad-free. One thing I did want to point out, our next live stream hangout is Tuesday, April 25th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So sign up before then to be part of that. That's where JD and I are just there. You can ask us questions live. We'll see your pretty little face. Um, last one was super fun, so we want to see some new faces amongst the old familiar ones. Go to patreon.com slash isthisgood and click some buttons. See what happens. Uh, <laughs> send topics for future shows to isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 ever. Here we go. The premise of this show is very simple. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a topic, and you tell me if it's good. Well, I mean, if you want to tell me if it's an issue... Or not an issue. You can tell me that, too. Okay. Uh, Here we go. First topic. Chris K. asks, sharing your phone location with your partner. Is this good? So Chris uh, sent an email. Here's what he said. Hey, Matteo. Long time, first time, yada, yada, yada. My question. Is sharing your location with your significant other good? I'll say that I share my location with my wife at her request, and it doesn't bother me anymore. 
but initially it was unnerving to know someone knew where I was at all times. However, I have some friends in long-term relationships that don't share their locations with their partners, and it astounds me that they're able to make a case against it to their significant other. I've never been able to get them to tell me exactly what their reason is, and maybe that means it's actually an area of contention in their relationship. Also, if sharing locations is good, when is the proper time in a relationship to share? So, ever, I mean, you could tell me, do you do this with friends, with a partner, Maybe before before you do, can okay. we parse this email for a second? I know it's a lot. It's, a it's very a lot. layered, and it's, it's very also- layered. What did you think when the person said, when Chris said, "It doesn't bother me anymore," mm. meaning he he did not I mean, want to do it. He he clearly didn't want to do it. I understand it's too like losing more of your autonomy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're really, you know, even if. Your partner's not looking, you know that they know. You might go to Lowe's. I personally have only <laughs> recently shared my location with a partner, and that's because I was drunk in an Uber. Uh-huh. Um, and then so, forgot to take it off, or, went, or now I, you feel weird me. taking it off? It, oh, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. Like, I, you know, I know, one, I'm not doing anything shady, and I'm not saying that maybe this listener was. It could have just been like, you know, I'm, I'm also late 30s, so the idea of sharing a location with a partner or even a friend is new. I have only shared it with friends, either like if we've been drinking or if they're like going on a date or um, I think if we're out clubbing and then they leave mm-hmm. to, to do drugs, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be like, I'm going to share this. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I also like that Chris uh, was saying that, you know, like, hey, I, I did it. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. And now I have yeah. some friends that their their wives want them to do it, and they're not doing it. And it astounds me that they're able to make a case against it. I, this guy, he sounds jealous that he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't make the right argument to his partner to get him out of it. I, I've seen people use the argument that let's say I want to know where I, I text my partner, they don't respond. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried. I just look at my phone and I see oh they're at the gym. Now I'm not worried anymore. Maybe that's also a bit of an attachment issue. Or codependency. Well, I'm not here to diagnose anything, but (laughs) no, no, (laughs) no. uh, I've seen the internet. Anyone can diagnose anyone. Anyone can diagnose anyone. TikTok's got it. Twitter's got it. You know, mindful apps have it. So, (laughs) but don't you think if you're anxious, an anxious person that wants to know where their partner is at all times, that being able to constantly see where they are, a dot on your screen moving, is going to make you more anxious. Like it's going to make you more anxious, more. right? Yeah. So it's, you un- got- it's unwell. You're unwell. Seek help. <laughs> Seek help. How? And then what would you diagnose that person with? Codependency. Um, codependency. Yeah. An avoidant attachment. Avoidant which, attachment. Not avoidant. Um, anxious attachment. Mm-hmm. I feel and- like. When you're diagnosing someone, you also just have to say narcissism. Just got to sprinkle. Oh, you in. have to throw that co- covert, <laughs> covert, <laughs> covert narcissist. Maybe it's like second nature. I don't know. I to me, I've never done that before. This, you know, and I don't. She hasn't shared hers with mine, and oh, I don't okay. care. Okay, so but do you want her to? Not necessarily. Hmm. I don't need to know where she's at at all times. Okay, she doesn't need to know where I'm at. I'm also. Not do anything dumb. Uh, so, <laughs> JD, what uh, this would be a, like a very new idea to you, um, but now that it's available, have you ever considered asking Rachel to share her location with you, or vice versa? Well, we do. I do share my location with her, and okay. vice versa. Okay. Uh, and it started because we have two kids, or teen- teenagers, and you know, keep tabs on them. You know, just mm-hmm. make sure we know where at least their phones are. From my point of view, it's a huge time saver because if I'm wondering where she is, I'll just pull it up and be like, oh, okay, there she is. She's playing pickleball as if I had to even look. (laughs) And from her point of view, I'm confident that she doesn't know how to use it. So it's Uh like I'm not sharing my location anyway. No, I'm just kidding. She definitely knows and she's definitely listening to this. I don't care. Matt, you know me. Uh, I will tag myself on Facebook at uh, Larry Flint's Hustler's club mm-hmm. you know nice. it doesn't matter defunct. she doesn't she doesn't care i oh, is it really yeah it's, i don't oh, think it's there that's anymore sad. that's r.i.p yeah all right so you know i uh i've got nothing to hide i don't share my location with anyone friends or or partner though i would i would like to one day have someone 
follow me around so that I could do that thing that I've always seen in action movies where like they're following the car and they're like, Oh, he's in the car. And then they surround the car and then the person gets out, but it's not me. And then the detective like reaches his hand under the chassis and, uh, pulls my phone off that I've duct taped to the car. So it goes in a different direction than me. Yeah. That, that would be pretty cool. Uh, in the, oh. in the, yeah, Sorry, I, I'm here. I'm playing hooky right now because my boss wants me to hop on a session. And I said, I'm having tummy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 15 to 20. <laughs> tummy troubles. Classic uh, excuse. Um, okay, hopefully your boss doesn't love amazing podcasts. <laughs> I hope he hears this afterwards. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I was reading an article about this sharing locations in the Atlantic, and um, all right, tell me if you think this is insane. I think it's insane. So they're interviewing someone, Jennifer Moore. So Jennifer says, Jennifer likes to sing in the shower, but she doesn't want anyone to hear her. I don't sound good, Moore, a 20-year-old college junior studying information science at Temple Too University much. told me. <laughs> Quote, I never want to sing when anyone's in my house with me. So before she gets in the shower, she checks the location sharing app, find my friends on her phone to see whether her roommates are home or so she's free to belt as loud as she wants. What? Like, how is that a good example of a way to use it? Like, doesn't this seem like a problem that we did not need technology to solve? Like a simple. It doesn't. Hey, is anyone, anyone home? home? Okay. Okay. Also, oh does it solve the problem of someone coming home while you're in the shower? No. Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. I guess you could I, say, like, oh, you're about 30 minutes away. Exactly. Yeah, oh, so they're not okay. coming home in, okay. in the middle okay. of uh, your Lop shower session or your uh, masturbatory habits or whatever, you know. Or whatever. Yeah, you little yeah. freak. <laughs> <laughs> your habits. Uh, your, <laughs> your MB uh, habits. What's up, B-hounds? <laughs> Uh, all right, Ever. Well, so we poll people on Twitter just to see where the general population's at. And 54% of people said sharing your location with your partner is good, actually. Huh? Okay. I'm kind of surprised, but all right. good for them. Good for you. They're on your side with this one, Ever. I think the younger generation loves to share their, their information. Like, there's a, there's a, a Life360. It's a, it's, it's a parent uh, app right mm -hmm. and it tells you not only where your kids are but if they're driving how fast they're driving all that stuff what and, yeah like it's pretty it's pretty invasive actually yeah it's uh, pretty invasive and i would and you know i was i'm like oh, i'm not gonna get that and i was kind of reluctant to get the 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 tracking f in general just because i wanted them to have a little bit of privacy anyway uh I find out that my kids have downloaded Life360 with all their friends and they're keeping tabs on each other, but I'm not keeping tabs on them like that. And it's just, I'm like, delete that. Don't share your information with those people. They're maniacs. I, I will say I keep forgetting that my truck has a data, like it's an app. You can like, with Ford, there's like a Ford app, but it monitors speed and, and I think it... I'm sure I have not given this to my insurance, but I need to double check because insurance, you can be like, oh, opt in for my insurance to get a lower rate. But it's also to be like, if you're a speed hound, mm -hmm. you, yeah. you will get different than a pee hound, different, different than a pee hound, <laughs> though a uh, pee hound could be a speed hound. Oh, that yeah. Venn diagram is a circle. Not, right? yeah, no, no. <laughs> and a pee hound could be a speed hound and a speed hound could be a pee hound. Exactly. Uh, like everyone, people contain multitudes. By the way, Life 360, JD, sounds to me like something like an elderly person has in case they fall in the tub and then it automatically alerts <laughs> EMS. Um, all right, moving on. Hustle culture. Mm -hmm. Is this good ever? So let me just define the term here. Hustle culture is a self-improvement philosophy that emphasizes entrepreneurship and says the key to success is hard work and long hours, especially at the cost of spending time on leisure activities or hobbies or a social life or family. Now, you might wonder, Ever, why am I asking you this question? Well, New York Magazine's Vulture mm -hmm. interviewed you. They asked you, what's an embarrassingly earnest goal that you have? You said... I would like to look back at my life and really know I gave it my all and I had a good time doing it. Hashtag no days off. Hashtag rise and grind. Hashtag grind life. Hashtag money over everything. Yeah. I have a feeling your tongue was implanted somewhere uh, <laughs> in, in your cheek. cheek. Uh, but what do you how, what do you think about hustle culture? Is it I mean, good? 
I believe it. I, I did mean half of what I said of looking back and being like, no, I had a good time. Um, hustle <laughs> culture in general is burnout culture. Mm-hmm. I think that the idea of hustling versus like hustling with a balance is not taking in consideration because you, you have to have a balance hustle culture. Like, doesn't that sound stressful? Well, it is, it is stressful. stressful. I mean, we're hustling right now. I'm doing a PCAST. I got a, somebody wants me to hop on a titling session. I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm with the P hounds right now. Okay. What can we at least, can we at least brain ideate on the font we're going to use for that title? I I sold bold. Is what we're using. Just bold? ISO bold. Bold what, though? ISO. ISO. ISO, ISO bold. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay 16 okay. font. Nice, 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 nice. I already know it. Okay. What do you, do you ever... want me to say? Okay, that looks good. I don't <laughs> well, care. I don't get paid enough for that. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't get paid. I, I, I'm not getting paid as an associate producer. Kiss yeah, my you, ass. You got Xfinity beating down your door. You got, you got shit got, to do. I'm hustling right You're now. You're hustling. I'm talking to P, my P's, my P-cats, <laughs> my P-hounds. Uh, I, I don't even think we are P-hounds ever. I'm a P-hound. We're not, we're not, we don't even subscribe to our own I show. constantly but. got a piss. Uh, <laughs> actually, that is a theme that comes up that Jay and I both have tiny bladders uh, and we are oh constantly peeing. I so always that. think I could drive from L.A. to Palm Springs, two and a half hour drive, without stopping. I lie to myself every time. And I'm well, chugging out of a Stanley. <laughs> Damn, you do, you do drive a truck. Big old forty ounce. I'm chugging it down. We, uh, you know, we're we're recording this 12:30 p.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. from 11 a.m. to 12:30, 90 minutes before. I'm peeing like eight times in preparation to gotta sit get it for out. I gotta uh, to get sit it for out. 60 minutes straight. I gotta get it out. And the closer you get, the more you gotta pee because you, mm-hmm. you get the nervous. Oh, you know the nervous tinkles. Yeah. That's hustle culture. That's hu- well, That's I'd say hustle, hustle culture would say wear a diaper or something. Mm, I guess. Mm. Um, hustle but- culture is like we don't pee, we don't drink, we don't drink water. Our body is dehydrated. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they probably would say that because filling up the bottle takes time, mm-hmm. and we don't have that kind of time. It leads to peeing. We don't right. have that kind of time. Mm-mm. Maybe going going on Amazon to buy the uh, the swell bottle. Too much. There's no, there's no time for it. Uh, I was wondering if you would like to help me evaluate some interesting hustle culture uh, memes that I found on the internet. 100%. Okay. So just these are sight unseen. JD, if you could put the first one up. This one says, well, it's the picture, if you're just listening, is of a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I believe this is a blat bacon lettuce avocado mm. tomato. Ooh, yeah, that does look like it. Yeah. Okay, yep. and uh, it says, this is from at motivational.heat on Instagram, and it says, life is like a sandwich. No matter which way you flip it, the bread always comes first. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yep. that's true. I mean, so you, so first off, you, you would agree that that's factually accurate, mm-hmm. um, but does it strike you as a good life lesson? Money over everything. Yeah, yeah I said it. Right. Hashtag money over everything. <laughs> Cream casuals everything mm-hmm. around me. Yep. Um, my question would be, though, what about the middle? Because if if we're saying the bread is the outsides, mm-hmm. no matter which way you flip it, it comes first. Fine, perhaps, but the middle could be the relationships. But the you friends. get that from the bread. But you get that. You go through the bread to get that middle. You got to okay. get the money to get the middle. Okay. Once you earn the bread, then you get the good stuff. Then you could you could talk to a human about yeah. some problems, some issues <laughs> yeah. you've been having in your life. Yeah. Be a little vulnerable. But until you bite through there's some vulnerability in hustle culture i'll tell you that much right now well that's that's what i'm saying Uh, but the middle is the vulnerability unless they're saying just put bread and in the middle of the bread is bread so you just have three slices of bread right i mean that's money 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 (laughs) and that's that's some people don't need nutrients some people just need carb (laughs) well a lot of bread is enriched like uh you know riboflavin they might throw some of that in there and yeah i don't know how how your levels are but if you're you're gonna be hustling i gotta get the ribo anemic and i gotta get that ribo gotta get my ribo i gotta go get the ribo that's why all i eat is flintstone vitamins and cocaine okay (laughs) jd put up the next slide please uh this one says if size mattered Mm-hmm. Then the elephant would be the king of the jungle. And in this picture, there's just a big old lion on, on mm-hmm. like 
th- this is straight up Lion King, right? Like that's yeah. Pride Rock. All the animals, like Circle of Lifestyle, are below yeah. the lion. If size mattered, the elephant would be the king of the jungle. But they're saying incel. No. This is yeah. This is from at Mentality Hub. <laughs> are you incel. are you do you follow a Mentality Hub? Is that one of the Mentality Hubs that you? Um, <laughs> I mean, it is helpful to? to like when I you know sometimes I share it, sometimes I bookmark those <laughs> memes, but. Um... Yeah, yeah I, like, I like I don't RT. That's that's just. Oh man, with that one right there, lion. Li- look, it's not about the size. Mm-hmm. It's about the ferocity, mm-hmm. ferocity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the Ferocious, ferocity. Ferociousness. Yeah, I, you're you're saying it's like the classic. It's not. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Similar. And if you, you're a carnivore. Yeah. And if you you're think- an alpha carnivore. Yeah, Alpha cat, big kind? cat. Well, you can um, be a beta carnivore. Can you? Yeah. I guess yeah, so. A hyena or a, yeah, or a jackal. Or like a cat, like a house cat. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you think this is giving a nod to perhaps the, the short kings out there like myself? They're saying just because in stature you don't need to be the biggest to be the most successful. Yeah, I would, I, one could argue that. But then again, a lion could murder an elephant. Well, an elephant can murder a lion. I mean, they got yeah. big old feet. They weigh uh-huh. a ton. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So Raw, They got thick hide. They're pretty intelligent. They're emotionally present. They could literally kill a lion by accident. Yeah. A lion is not killing an elephant by accident. Yeah, it's, th- it's premeditated. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I guess I thought this one was nicer and a little more hopeful, but now I see it's not. Because they're saying mm-hmm. you don't have to be the biggest, but you do have to be a the most ferocious fighter <laughs> yeah. and angry all the time. Okay. Um, and by the way, of course, we know they showed a male lion up there when the male lions aren't even the ones that hunt. Okay, they don't do shit. They don't do shit. Nor should they. <laughs> all right. Okay. And I knew we had a pee hound in our midst. Yeah, we got all right. <laughs> okay, JD, uh, the final one here. This is definitely my favorite because I've read it a few times. Not sure I fully understand it, but uh, uh, ever maybe you could help me out. So here we see a, a man in, in the typical hustle culture outfit. He's wearing a black t-shirt. Sunglasses. He's got sunglasses on. Uh and people, he's on top of sort of a turret of a castle, and people are throwing rocks at him. And the headline says, people will throw stones at you. Don't throw them back. Collect them and build an empire. Now, besides the fact that that comma definitely doesn't need to be there. Um, <laughs> does this make sense to you ever? No. Okay. <laughs> and this looks like we've seen this uh, meme company before, right? This meme Page isn't that like meme? Uh, wasn't that on the first one? At the bottom there, it JG. doesn't make any sense because you unless the th- insults are the stones are insults. Uh huh. But they're like, it's like no, you want to throw. I'm a little baffled <laughs> on okay, trying okay. to um, articulate what this might mean. But wouldn't it make more sense to be like if people are throwing stones at you, hustle and grind until they can't. I, no, yeah. it looks like bad clip art. Bad, yeah, yeah, it really but does. it's also signed. Do you see that? Someone was like yeah. proud enough of this illustration to be like, oh. uh, "Do you think maybe whoever whoever drew this, maybe they could be part of your titling session?" <laughs> I think it's saying like the stones are like negative thoughts, right? So you're trying to you're trying to hustle, right. right? And people are throwing the stone, and the stone is saying, "Hey, Matt, you're not good enough. You'll never do it." Then I collect those and I, <laughs> I use them as fuel Motivation. to build my okay. castle, which is my business. That's uh, that's just a quick look through the memes of hustle culture. Okay. Honestly, it's hard to find them now because there's so many memes that are making fun of hustle culture. It's hard to tell what's sincere, but I do. I fact check those. Check those. those are all sincere memes. Ever mm. you're going to come on onto the show, you're only going to see sincere memes. That's a promise <laughs> that I make Good. to you. And any future guests, um, 87% of people say hustle culture is, what do you think, ever good or not good? Toxic, not what good. What do you think the peahounds say? That's right. Peahounds came through. They said it's not Mm-mm. good. No. 80s. That's almost 90%. That's, that's, that's firm. That's a firm rebuke. 
Uh, all right. This one was asked by a lot of people. Al, you, Daniel R., Scott B. They asked, letting friends that turned up late cut in line with you. Is this good? Have you ever done this ever? Have you ever? Good. Yeah. Okay. I don't even so, need you to finish that sentence. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> now, what? so what if someone says that's basically like them butting into the line? You're doing it too. Who's doing it? If somebody says, hey, you can't let your friends cut, I'll be like, yes, I can, because you do it too. Everybody does it. <laughs> you think I'm going to let my friends go to the back of the line if I'm at the front of the line? No. That's what friends do. <laughs> okay. What if I saw you? Obviously, mm -hmm. we are close personal friends. Now, let's say I see you in line mm -hmm. for a movie. Yeah. And it's a long line. And they might sell out. Tickets are going to sell out. Now okay. I see you. I didn't expect to see you there. You're right. there alone. I'm there alone. But as I'm walking by, I see you and I go, oh, ever. Mm -hmm. And we start chatting. Can I just join you in line? Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, it's not like a situation where you are like, your friends are like, all right, we're going to go get coffee next door, hold mm -hmm. our place. Yeah. Same thing? Same thing. Interesting. Mm. JD, I'm, what do you think about that? Do you feel like that's budding in line? I have a line? hard stance. I have a hard stance okay. on this. It's good. <laughs> I like it. It's it's very firm. I I do think it's case by case though. Like I a don't. movie, a movie. I guess I, I, I think I, you're I wrong. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> this attitude the whole show. We need strong opinions. Like yeah, this. we exactly. need no I'm, wavering. I'm the I'm the lion right now. Y'all are wrong. <laughs> oh. God damn. Okay, so a movie, it's fine. If you're waiting to get into a bar or club, it's fine. Waiting to get into a bathroom, not fine. Waiting to mm. check in at an airport. Not fine. What? Yeah, I don't like it. Like in the, the security line, you mean? In the security line. Well, it depends on how far up I'll say that you are. Okay. But they're starting to crack. But if I'm at the very end and I see someone, I'll be like, yeah, come on. But if I'm already in the ropes, it'd be a little bit harder. Yeah, because you got to go through the zigzag. Yeah. yeah. But anywhere else, I'd be like, yeah, come on. Check your bag in. But Let's go. I've seen like families go through the zigzag to meet. The mom who has planted herself, you know. I'm still for it. No. Okay. Respect. Respect. Oh, what about if somebody take off your shoes, respect. man? All that stuff. Respect. <laughs> That's hustle. Respect. I respect that. This is how I feel. I used to hate um, asshole drivers. Uh -huh. um, and then living in LA, I learned you have to be a little aggressive when driving. Um, but now with that Bronco, I'm just like, bye. See ya. Okay, you gonna go? I'm going to go, and I go. Mm. I don't know. Something, you know what? Maybe I'm an asshole driver, but respect. If I see somebody do a U-turn that used to like upset me or piss me off, I look at them now, and I go, respect. That's a ballsy move. That's a ballsy move. And, and that's, I, why you, that's why you can't submit your car data to your insurance company because you're so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, they're seeing all those U-turns. And... <laughs> I'm doing donuts in that thing. It's top-heavy. I'm trying to flip this bitch. I'm kidding. I would never. <laughs> okay, uh, here's an example. Maybe this, will, this one will convince you. You're in line at a water park. Okay? Right. So it's not like everyone's going to get in and then the time of the thing you're seeing, whether it's a movie or a concert or whatever, is going to be the same. Every person that steps in front of you at the water park is making you wait like two minutes more in line because it's one at a time. Get some friends. <laughs> I, I have a friend. I'm standing with my friend. We've been in line no. the whole time. We both uh -uh. pee before or we'll pee when we get to the bottom and we're in that <laughs> pool of water. Yeah, everybody pees in the pool. If somebody's like, I don't pee in the pool or I don't pee in the ocean. Yes, you do. Yes, you That's do. right. You see someone peeing in the pool, you go. That's gutsy. Respect. I admire you. That's like doing a U-turn. Yeah, respect. I'm also like, it's a little gross because yeah. I'm trying to swim underwater. I was at a comedy mm. party in the middle of the summer. It felt like an old school one and everybody was in the pool and I was like, we're, everybody was drunk. I'm like, everyone's pissing in this pool. It was mm. like a realization I had. I was like, this is disgusting. Mm -hmm. There's a hundred people in this pool. There's well, no way. What is an old school comedy party? Well, like before COVID, like oh, you know, okay. no masks, right, right. people just okay. being willy nilly. Yeah. Okay. I thought you being meant like, freaks. like OG Kings of Comedy style. Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what, that, like, what that would mean. Pissing in the pool from outside the pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did That's a number we... two. <laughs> Whoa. That's what we used to do it in the 70s, man. Pooped in a pool. Sam Kinison on it would pee in the pool from outside of it for sure. Um,. <laughs> All right, so JD, what, where where are you on this one? I feel like you're gonna be. 
Well, actually, so someone said when I posted this question on Twitter, the Dabla on Twitter said, the number of cutters must be equal to or fewer than the number of line place holders. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think of that rule? So if you're, if you're two people waiting in the line, you can bring on in two people. Two, but that's it. But that's it. That's I don't, a good loophole. Are, I don't are you willing that. to compromise on that ever or still no? One person can hold for six people? I'm willing to compromise. Okay. Okay. I, Sorry, I'm, JD. Uh, this was your question, no. and I took no, it. No, no, it's uh, it's all it's all good. And I'm going to say it's bad. I'm saying it's not good. Cutting in line, not good, except for certain circumstances. Okay. He's he's saying the opposite. I'm going to remember that when you're like, oh, can I come stand in line? I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> I never would. I never would because I feel so self conscious about cutting in line, even if it's to meet a friend, even if there are ten people. Waiting in line, and they say, hey, join us. I'll be like, no, nope, I'm going to the end of the line. That's nice of you. Well, ha- have you ever confronted a line skipper ever? Like a every true line skipper? Time. You every do, time. Yep, every single time. You give them a hey, man? Yep. And it, and it happens at, it happened at the airport. This couple was coming through, and they're like, we're going to miss our plane if we don't get through this security line. I'm like, you're probably on my plane, lady. <laughs> You said it just like that. Yep. Good for you. I did. Is that something you would consider? I let, doing I let them go. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, right? okay. But were they on your plane? I made. I I do make it a, a point of making them feel extra self conscious about it. <laughs> and, and I'm sure that ruins the rest of their vacation. It ruins that moment <laughs> for them. I guarantee you that. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so 58% of people say letting friends that turn up late cut in line with you is good, which Mm -hmm. I agree with. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ever, when mm-hmm. people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, when they're lost, confused at a crossroads, they seek our wise counsel, and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's mm-hmm. time to settle this. So, reminder, if you need advice or have found yourself in a quandary or a pickle, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Tell us what's going on. We will help you, just like we're about to help this person. Let me ask you before I read the email. Ever, you know, like, do you get, do you do like reader emails on your podcast? I listened once. I don't think I heard any. Sometimes we do. Okay, sometimes you do. Yeah. Well, you know, you get an email and you're like, oh, that's a fun, quirky little question, and then you Google it, and it turns out it's one of those like internety, like Reddity questions, like. Mm. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Like that kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, is this one this, of those? Unfortunately, it is, but I did not recognize it as such. And then I asked a few people, like, have you heard this? Is this like, is this like a Reddity question? Mm-hmm. And they said no either. Okay. But okay. I guess you'll be the judge. So after I read it, first, feel free to just tell me if you've heard this question before. The question goes as follows. Hello, is this good crew? My wife and I have a long-running debate we've Gay. never been able to agree on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to start over. <laughs> That's how the podcast Y'all Gay got its name. We just, yeah, we just call people gay. We just call, pe- just call people gay. My wife and I have a long-running debate that we've never been able to agree on. Please help us settle the argument. How many chuggas come before choo-choo? I believe it's multiples of four. She says two chuggas. What do y'all think? Thanks, Dave and Kristen. So Dave's out here saying it's chugga, 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 choo-choo. Kristen's saying it's chugga, chugga, choo-choo. First of all, have you heard this question before? I've never heard this question, but I know for a matter of fact it's not chugga, chugga, choo-choo. It's like chugga, 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 choo-choo. I would say it's more than a four. I would say at least a six. I think chugga, 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 chugga. That was eight chuggas. Yeah. Eight or nine and, chuggas, then a choo-choo. And that's where you felt like the choo-choo would slam in there. Yeah. Who's doing Honestly, chugga, 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 yeah. chugga, 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 choo-choo? Yeah. Now, that's it. I think you you just did the perfect thing. The the perfect amount. The perfect ratio. Eight to two. Eight to so two. So four to one, basically, if, if you reduce that fraction. 
I mean, four is the absolute minimum. Who in their right fucking mind would choo-choo after two chuggas? Like, the train started moving. That's a divorce. (laughs) Divorceable grounds. The book is called, there's a book called Chugga Chugga Choo Choo, but maybe because eight chuggas wouldn't fit on the... Wait, what book is this? This is a children's book? uh, JD, there's a book. I don't know. I looked it up. Okay, in post-production, you will be seeing a picture of a book that says Chugga Chugga Choo Choo. Okay. I promise you that. I will say it's kind of reminded me of breasts. <laughs> the Chuggas or the Choo Choo's? The Chuggas. The Chuggas, sure. Oh, like an, like an Awooga. Chugga Chugga. This girl has some Chugga Chuggas. God so damn, ever, ever you are a peahound. Yeah, I'm a peahound. <laughs> Okay. Nice chuggas. What would you say if I said, Dave and Kristen, who, who wrote this email, you're asking the wrong question. It's not how many chuggas, four or two. It's Is it an even number of chuggas or an odd number of chuggas? I think that's the real question. Because you could go... Chugga 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 choo choo, or you could go chugga 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 choo choo. No, that's the same. Chugga 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 choo choo. That's five right, chuggas. Right, right. Okay, yeah, an yeah. odd number of chuggas. Mm. I like an odd. You throw them in mm-hmm. if it's if you're looking at. Is it one chugga per breast? You think, or one chugga per pair it's of breasts? Chugga chugga. Yeah. If we're talking two chuggas, those are uh-huh. breasts. But if we're talking multiple chuggas, that's a train. <laughs> Does that okay. Yeah, no, of course. Three chuggas um, is that we're talking about choo-choo train. Right, Two chuggas, right, we're talking okay, about yeah. boobs. Right. Okay. JD, um, how do you feel about that? I feel the same unless it's spring break and then it's chugga, 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 choo-choo. You know what I mean? Like, what about if it's spring break? I'm like, look at all these choo-choos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because then we take out all those chuggas because the chuggas are implied. <laughs> and so the, are the choo-choos the, the downstairs? Uh, I'm in chugga-chugga town, baby. <laughs> 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 you're watching like mtv spring break and this definitely sounds like something Polly shore would be saying yeah 100 percent. this sounds really problematic to be honest yeah, it's fine yeah, it's, it's fine. fine the peahounds get it <laughs> all right we're here in daytona chugga 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 choo 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 okay also so maybe I, I depends found... on how fast the train's going too though right like well, you want that train to be going real slow. You want that to be a slow train you running. See so you can get a good chuggas. look at it. At the caboose. You gotta. And the, oh, the, actually, this is a good metaphor ever. Because now you got the caboose. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just think about it. I don't know what the, what's the front of a train called again? Uh, the engine? The engine, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's called something else. The I'm front sure part? It's the engine. The front the part. Engine, the, the fronts. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll never know. Uh, I want to try this theory out on you because I found a guy on YouTube who was explaining this like he was like a musicologist. What he said is, if the stress... Okay, ever you're skeptical, but I need you to hear me out. <laughs> but also, if you want to hit me with a long G-A-Y at any time during this, that's totally fine. Um, what he said was, if the stress is on the first chew... It should be even chuggas. And if the stress is on the second chew, it should be odd. Okay, so here, let's try it. So I'm going to do evens, stress on the first chew. Chugga chugga, chugga chugga, choo choo. Okay, now I'm going to do the second, stress on the second chew, and I'm going to do odds. Chugga chugga chugga, choo choo. Does that make any sense? No, it's choo choo. So then you got to uh, do evens. It's evens, choo. Who's doing choo-choo? Well, that's, that's what he was saying. He's like, you put the stress on the first part, so it, it really should be evens. So I think it's settled. Wouldn't you say it's settled ever? I feel like this is pretty settled. It's settled. All right, then we can move on. Uh, we've got our last topics to get to. We'll explore them now in our gently paced speed round we call the chaotic good. Ever, you're going to be excited because this one's for the Patreon sickos only, the true peahounds. Great. <laughs> Uh, to subscribe to Patreon, go to patreon.com slash isthisgood. You too can hear the full episode. Um, that was the chaotic good ever. To subscribe right. to Patreon, go to patreon.com slash isthisgood. I, I forgot that it had ended for a second there. Um, 
if you subscribe, you too can hear the full episode and hear all the things we talked about, like eating a dinner in front of the television, fake plants. Oh, the fun we had. Ever, there's only one very quick thing left to do before I let you go, and that's play subjective trivia. <laughs> So subjective trivia, it's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. Um, before I give you the question, in t- full disclosure for the audience and for this question to make sense, we were supposed to do this a little while ago, and a little while ago was the height of the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Mm-hmm. And I noticed on Instagram that you were posting about it. You seemed to be very it. interested in it. Were you happy with the result? I wish I would have paid more attention, but I think that the um, plaintiff's lawyer was incredible. The plaintiff's lawyer. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't say I followed it very closely, but the The one that was like, are you I friends saw, with Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say we're more acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. um, and, okay. So d- did the love for the trial extend to just Gwyneth in general as, as a person? No. And Okay. So therefore, it does not extend to the Goop universe? No. Okay. Okay. Then this question is perfect for you. Great. So today's question is, which of these Goop-endorsed products would make the best gift? Okay. So, J.D., if you could put them up, I'll, I'll take you through them uh, very quickly. So top left, we have Psychic Vampire Repellent Spray. <laughs> this says, a unique and complex blend of sonically tuned gem elixirs. This formula is meant to be sprayed around your head in order to protect your aura. Uh, and this is not part of a question, but if you want to just prices write me the price of this Psychic vampire repellent spray ever. What, what are you thinking? $13.99. $27. Okay, Damn, the okay, next okay. one. Uh, Desert Farms Camel Milk. Nothing hits the spot like a glass of ice-cold camel's milk. Now you, too, can have that sweet Sahara milk <laughs> delivered to your door. Uh, how much do you think that is? A month. So that's a, a month's supply. 50 $103. Nice. And I, I should say, because I am... Uh, lactose free so for a second i thought maybe this is good lactose alternative it's not no it's like it's lactose baby it's sahara lactose it's got that sweet 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 camel (laughs) lactose lactose uh a seti's milano toothpaste squeezer i like that clever chrome plated brass device that ensures you get the most out of your toothpaste every single time how much Mm -hmm. do you think that's running 65 244 dollars uh well it is is chrome plated jd and then finally uh an implant orama system at home coffee enema Mm -hmm. this java (laughs) enema aims to clean you out and give you a rush like you've never experienced before uh what do you think that's running 150 very close 135 and if you do if you do google that you will find a lot of articles from doctors being angry saying do not use this enema. It does not work and could potentially be very dangerous. So uh, of these four uh, gifts from the Goop, uh, Goop-approved universe, Psychic Vampire Repellent Spray, Desert Farms Camel Milk, Seti's Milano Toothpaste Squeezer, and Implant Orama System at Home Coffee Enema. Ever, I have my answer written on this card. We're trying to get our answers to match. What do you think is the best gift? The toothpaste. Okay, Squeezer. can I ask why? I mean, it's useful. Anyone can use it. Anyone mm-hmm. can need it. It looks classic. It seems like it has a timeless design. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> rust free. Uh-huh, not gonna yeah. rust. That's you're gonna never gonna run water. out of it. You're never gonna run out of it. Uh huh. Great point. The camel milk you're gonna run out of. The spray you're gonna run out of. The enema you shouldn't even be using it. You know, it could break. You're gonna have to replace the parts. But toothpaste, you won't. Okay, toothpaste. and JD, I'll ask you very quickly. What's what's your feeling on this one? I think it's the toothpaste squeezer as well. Mm-hmm. You you don't drink coffee, so I I can't imagine you taking oh, it. I don't drink coffee, end. but my butt might. Well, yeah, your butt chugs it. <laughs> uh, as you said, you're like chugga chugga <laughs> chugga. Okay. You ever been to Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're lactose intolerant, so I can't see you drinking any mammal's milk. And uh-huh. the vampire thing, I don't know. I don't even, what, what does that smell? Is it garlic smell? Like what? No, no, no. It's like uh, energy vampires kind uh, of style oh, thing. Oh, okay. The Colin Robinsons yeah. of the world. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm still saying toothpaste. Okay, well, you're both right. The answer yes. is toothpaste yes. squeezer. Yes. I knew it hey. would be. You knew it would be. Now, you might say, well, why can't you just fold the toothpaste tube? Okay, I brought in Exhibit A 
You liked, uh, do you need to tell your boss that you're going to be 30 more seconds? Sorry about that. Nope. That's okay. No, you're fine? Okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell if your awe was to, directed at me or to the, your phone. No, I messed up on something, but it's fine. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Turns out that's I should okay. have been on that thing. <laughs> uh, they, they text you. They're like, they want 18 point font. <laughs> well, it turns out it was more than just that. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, I have tummy issues. <laughs> okay. Tum. Big tummy issues. Um, well, I think when your boss hears this final point that I'm about to make, uh, he'll, he'll fully understand why you had to miss it. This is my toothpaste. It's still mm-hmm. in a tube, but you can't. You can't fold it. It's like, hard. If you fold it. You gotta cut it in half. I feel like and... I'm Billy Mays doing other. It just, <laughs> it just goes back. Yeah. I need the toothpaste squeezer. Yeah. It's not, it gets it all out. Gets it all out. Waste reducer, if anything. That's right. Thank you, Gwyneth, for solving uh, climate change. She's and a pee hound. Gwyneth pee hound. All right. On on that note, Ever, thanks for coming. Where can people find you if there's any shows you want to promote? Please go ahead. Absolutely. Um, You can find me on the internet at Ever Maynard, E-V-E-R-M-A-I-N-A-R-D, across all platforms. Um, I regularly post on Instagram. If you're in Austin, depending on when this episode will come out, I'll be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival. And in the last Thursday of May and June, I have my solo hour running at the Lyric, 7.30 p.m., last thursdays um yeah. oh that's exciting so you is that your are you taping it or it's just yeah i'll right? tape these oh that's awesome i do it like um i used to do and this one will be some of it will be like um improvised crowd work and storytelling but not like mean crowd work but like a way to connect people and just improvise okay. stand up okay perfect well yeah, cool. uh yeah i'm you know what i'm gonna go to that and i'm gonna wait that? in line and i'm not gonna let anyone cut in line i'll let you cut <laughs> i'll open up the side door Oh shit! Ooh, we're free. And this is this is coming out on Monday the seventeenth, so that's in oh, time perfect. for everyone yeah. to go see you in Austin at Moon Tower, which is a super cool festival. So go see that. Um, if you have topics, tweet them to me at Starters Matt or email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail Remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD. Thanks to Ever for coming on. Thanks in advance for leaving a five star review for everyone. I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>